0: Hey listeners! Welcome to another episode of the Last generation a podcast designed to address issues and challenges with last generation people. This is Tammy, your host, and thank you once again for joining me this week uh, so what i 'd like to do for the next uh, two or three episodes actually is I want to focus on uh, challenges uh, with last generation people when it comes to housing and I want to cover this for a couple of reasons. Number one, this is a really important uh, topic for me because um, it's one I'm still struggling with. And also, my first exposure to housing uh, challenges occurred all the way back when I was 10 years old. And I want to uh, focus on today on some challenges that are going to be specifically for single last generation people, even though families can still be uh, affected by this as well. Uh, But today I wanted to focus uh, something that really affects a lot of single people and um, deal with uh, this particular topic. So um, let's start when what happened when I was 10. So my father was uh, transferred to Minnesota uh, my father worked for a national lab, and uh, he worked for the government. He was a government contractor. And uh, he was assigned to a contract, a four-year contract, that was going to happen in Minnesota. And part of the relocation, uh, in order for the, um, the his job to pay for our move... Is that we were given a housing voucher that we had to use, and uh, the housing voucher that we were given, it had to be getting into a house. It it, it could it from what I understand and what my parents told me, um, that w- it was not a uh, voucher that could be used for an apartment. It did have to be a home. It did have to uh, use it for a home purchase. So we moved to Minnesota in January, and one of the things that we discovered when we got to Minnesota is that uh, the cost of living in Minnesota compared to the state that we lived in was drastically different. Um, The salary that my father made at that particular time was a fairly comfortable salary. I mean, we weren't rich, but... It was a comfortable salary uh, for a family of three. When we got to uh, Minnesota, because at that time both of my sisters were married, my brother was married, all my siblings were married and, and uh, living you know, with their, with their spouses. Uh, so it was just myself and my, and my mom and my dad. So when we get to Minnesota, uh, the salary that my father was making was just above the poverty threshold. So there was a drastic change in cost of living that was making it difficult for us to find a home uh, that was going to be acceptable for the voucher. And so we moved there in January and it took us until about the middle of March uh, for us to be able to find a home. So... Here I am, 10 years old, I'm out of school, um, and I couldn't get registered anywhere because I didn't have a permanent residence. And so um, I had to spend the rest of my school year, um, which was about fifth grade, it was fifth grade that year, and I had to spend the rest of the time catching up on the two months of school that I had missed and I just got caught up right before the end of the school year. So then um the same thing happened again. We um the contract was canceled uh that following January and we had to end up moving back to the state that we came from and uh what we ended up doing was living with my sister and brother-in-law. Uh, from about, it was like about the middle of February, uh, all the way to the end of the school year before we could start looking for houses. And, um, and then, uh, we did find one and I started my uh, seventh grade year, um, in a new place. So, uh, that was, a, you know, a lot smoother transition than, uh, the one that happened going to Minnesota. So, that's uh, one of the challenges that we have is, of course, if you're having to relocate and uh, you have a drastic change in cost of living, um, that can also create the next challenge, which is how many times does somebody move? And looking back over my careers and looking back over my adult life, I have moved multiple times. And a lot of the main reason why I had to move was um, the uh, rent, the increase in rent, and I was not making enough money to uh, support the increase in rent. And uh, this is in a lot of cases with two jobs. It's, you know, there, there were times that I was working two jobs and um, I ended up having to, you know, still move even because because of the increase in rent. I was not uh, making enough money to support all of my bills and, you know, with uh, food and everything else, food, transportation, car payment, car insurance, etc. Um, there wasn't enough to uh, cover an increase in rent. And so... Uh, I have moved multiple times, and now looking at it, and uh, now I've been as, just as past August, I've been diagnosed with a uh, with an, with another medical condition, and the question is, can I keep moving? And that is one of the challenges that I'm experiencing even now, is that uh, you know resources to help move. Uh, my last move into the apartment i'm living in now did not go very smoothly um, it's you know it has been a very difficult uh situation, and even the relocation from the state that I uh lived in to the one i'm currently living in uh that one uh did not go as smoothly as I would have liked as well, but that's another topic for another episode um so most of the time that i had to move like i said it's an increase in rent uh there was one incident where i was uh, renting a house and um the owner wanted to sell it um and so uh the property management company that had the house um would not let me renew the lease because the owner wanted to sell the home um the other uh the other time is I was in a relationship that ended and I um, had to uh, move into something cheaper because I um, went down from a two-person household to a one-person household. Um, the, one of the challenges that I also experienced was the life-changing event that occurred when I was living in one city, and this is just in another city. Um, having to move back to uh, the city that I lived in before uh, because of my brother passing away. And uh, there was a challenge with the place I was working at. Uh, They said that I could uh, stay employed with them. And uh, when I went to uh, go apply, because they they were going to transfer me to one of the other stores in the other city, And they turned out that they said that they um, did not want to uh, change my position because in the other city I was an assistant manager and because there was not an assistant manager position open, um, they decided to, you know, they said that um, I wasn't going to be able to uh, relocate as, you know, just an employee. So I would have either had to Uh, go back and forth uh, to the other city, which was an hour away, or I would have had to resign, which is what I ended up doing, and then I found another job. Um, So there's a couple of uh, situations there, and uh, that, you know, moving was a, you know, constantly moving or being in uh, different places. Um, Another thing, since my relocation to the state that I live in now is the, the city that I live in, every single apartment complex that we have uh, does not have any assistance. If you have a medical problem, if you lose your job, they will evict you. Um, I ran into that back in 2016. I had another surgery And uh, I was um, out of work for about a month, Uh, and I didn't have enough money to cover uh, the rent because I was out of work. And um, my family helped me with my rent for that month, which I'm really grateful that they did, uh, because otherwise... I would not have uh, been able to stay in the apartment that I stayed in. And uh, so if I look at all of the average length of stays that I've had in in apartments, it's about two years, it's about anywhere from two to two and a half years. So uh, the apartment even that I live in right now is what's called a uh, market apartment where the rent is determined by the market value of the building. And so it is going to go up every time you renew the lease. And so if you're looking at paying approximately the same amount of rent, if the property value goes up and uh, they're looking at increasing the rent, um, you can get something close to the same amount of rent, but you can only renew the lease for about six months. And, um, you know, then that's, uh, one of the challenges that, you know, I have in the uh, current situation that I'm in. And, um, there's, you know, there's a lot of other, you know, there's a lot of other things that are, ha- that happen too. So when you're, uh, looking at, um, as far as, uh, housing, The other part is what happens if you do end up losing your job, which thank goodness I haven't had to deal with that, but especially now uh, with uh, everything that's happening with COVID-19, I've had some uh, friends that are experiencing this where they're having to move because of a loss of job. Um, And, you know, the, the difficulty is that you have to look, every place that, uh, you go to, they want to know your, uh, last year's taxes. And, uh, because if you go from say 30 to $36,000 a year to nothing, um, that's going to be a challenge into getting into housing. And, um, you know, there's, I know that, uh, I know about, other programs, too, that they talk about where, uh, for housing assistance, you know, because, yes, there is Catholic charities. There is uh, some other ones that may have uh, some local ones, too, that might have uh, rent uh, rent assistance, you know, for people that are struggling. However, um, the challenge that you have as a single person is you may not be eligible for them because you are not supporting a family, uh, if you end up getting turned down for some of those services because you're not supporting any children, or you know you don't you uh, don't meet the age income or the age requirements or the income requirements, you know there's still some things that are um, that could prevent you from being eligible for those services, and um, that's and I have heard of things happening, and that's even happened to me. Uh, when I was going through that whole, uh, phase in 2016. Um, so these are, uh, things that are very important, especially to last generation people. Cause you have to think, you know, first of all, as, uh, last generation people get older, you know, uh, what's going to happen with the elderly, uh, how many, you know, if the elderly are living in their own apartment and they have to keep moving, and there's very little resources to help them relocate or help them move, you know, that's that can be a very, very big challenge for a lot of people. And the other thing that I really want to uh, focus on is it is so important for human beings to have security. And if you don't have an aspect of security, then what does that do to... Self-esteem and anxiety and depression and things like that that could that uh, could really make it difficult for you know people that are going to uh, you know that are experiencing this and you know how do they get some you know assistance and things like that. The other thing is, of course, is not all states are the same. There may be programs that are available in some states that are not available in others. Uh, there's also another uh, issue, which I'm going to bring up in the next episode, and uh, that has to do with uh, indigenous benefits versus uh, resident uh, benefits, which I'll talk about. on. The, that's actually going to be the topic for the next episode, which I hope you will join me for. And so, um, you know, these these are things that if there's anything that is so important for human beings is to feel safe and secure. And if they have to keep moving, if they have to keep uh you know bouncing from place to place, how can they how can they settle, and especially if they have medical problems or um you know there's always that location location location, you know what if you can't what if you have to find something that is several miles away? that it's going to increase other expenses like transportation and, you know, um, things like that, that uh, could add expenses. So yes, you're saving on rent, but you might increase that expense somewhere else. And that's, you know, it's another, that is another challenge as well. So please tell me what you think. Um, let me uh, let me know what your thoughts are in this matter. And uh, I hope uh, that I, you know, hear from you again next week and, um, we will talk more about, uh, the challenges with, uh, benefits. And I also want to address, um, you know, more issues with housing. And, uh, so please let me know what you think and uh, provide your feedback. And I look forward to uh, hearing from you again next week. Thanks folks. Bye.